is Fantasy Football Frenzy. You want the latest info. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. Oh. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. Got no backup. Fantasy expert Jeff Mellor. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Good Sunday morning to you on a brisk Sunday morning in the city of Chicago. If you're headed on out to the Bears and Pats game, make sure to layer up, folks, because it's chilly. Good news is it's not as windy as it was yesterday, so hopefully it'll be a bit nicer once the sun comes out. I am Jeff Meller here with you every Sunday morning, helping you set your fantasy football lineup. If you have a question or a dilemma, 312-332-3776, or you can tweet at me at Jeff underscore Meller. And as you wake up on Sunday morning, maybe maybe you kind of just kicked back yesterday afternoon. Maybe you watched some college football, maybe a little bit of baseball, and maybe just kind of forgot about your fantasy lineup for a day. You know, it's a, it's a long grind, a trudge through the week of the injury reports. And so sometimes when you get to Saturday, you just want to kick back and relax. Well, I have bad news for you if you did that. Titans versus Chargers. And this time it's a pitch to Gordon again. He's got the left sideline. 10-5. Leaps into the end zone. Touchdown. Flash. Gordon. His third of the day. Uh, I like courtesy of KFI AM 640 in San Diego. And Melvin Gordon... Flash Gordon, he of the tons of touchdowns this season. If you're a fantasy owner, you've been smitten with your Melvin Gordon pick. Well, bad news. He is inactive. And this is a timely notification to you because the San Diego chart, San Diego, I apologize. The Los Angeles Chargers, that'll happen to you. The Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Tennessee Titans in London at Wembley Stadium. That game is an 8.30 kickoff. That means you, depending on your league site, have 15 to 20 minutes to get him out of your lineup and insert Austin Eckler if you were smart enough to have him on your bench. Or maybe you're in a shallow league. You can go ahead and pick up Austin Eckler. Do so immediately because someone's going to nab him quickly if he's out there. Again, Austin Eckler will be the main featured back for the Los Angeles Chargers as Melvin Gordon is inactive today. Again, 8.30 start, Wembley Stadium, Chargers-Titans. So you want to make sure that Melvin Gordon is out of your lineup. I'll give you another heads up in a few minutes as a reminder because, again, that game kicks off in 25 minutes from now. Outside of that, takeaways in that game, I don't know if there's a whole bunch to say about the Tennessee Titans' putrid offense these days. Derrick Henry's, you got to bench him at this point. Deion Lewis is an option in PPR formats, in my opinion. But I don't love starting him. Mariota, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to be in the deepest of two quarterback leagues to be starting him at this point. Corey Davis, probably the most interesting name on the Titans roster because he has some tantalizing talent and ability. But with the way Mariota's playing, I don't feel great about starting Corey Davis unless I'm kind of in a three-wide receiver and probably a flex as well. So, again, reiterating, Melvin Gordon, inactive today. Get him out of your lineups. Patriots at Bears. 
Randy takes the snap. He throws it left for Glock. He makes the catch over two defenders and steps across the pylon for a touchdown. Patriots! 98.5, the sports hub in Boston. Brady to Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski officially out. Did not take the team plane. Did not make the trip to Chicago today. Last night was the flight, actually. So he did not make the flights with the team. Rob Gronkowski is going to be inactive today. I don't think there's any real alternative from the Patriots end at the tight end position you'd want to start. But, of course, the pass catchers for the Patriots all probably see a little bit of an uptick in terms of their target share. Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, the Keys, James White, of course, a receiving option for them. Maybe Chris Hogan, if you're in a bye week conundrum, maybe he is somebody who maybe gets a little bit more of a a look without Gronkowski. But again, Rob Gronkowski going to be inactive. That's good news for the Bears if you're a Bears fan. And uh, just for all the Bears fans out there who are headed to the game, the there are it looks likely we don't have the inactives yet, but it looks likely that Khalil Mack will give it a go. So that is good news. And on the offensive side of the ball for the Bears. So now here's Trubisky. Touchdown! They capitalize. Allen Robinson. His second of the season. Highlight courtesy of Fox Television and Allen Robinson. He listed as questionable. Word is he seems to be likely to play today. So that's good news for Allen Robinson owners. I will say I'm a bit reticent to start him considering that he was actually what seems like a bit of a downgrade in terms of practice time as the week went on. So if you have a decent alternative that you like instead of Allen Robinson, I might be leaning that in that direction. It's a he was added to the injury report obviously this week. It's he's dealing with a <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Allen Robinson added to the injury report for the Bears, but again, seems likely to play. So if you're in a bye week situation where you need him to go, that's okay. But I would not necessarily lock him into your lineup because he's somebody who, with the Patriots' defense, you have to imagine the Patriots are going to have the ball quite a bit today. And Allen Robinson, a bit hampered. Don't love the matchup for him today. So if you have a decent alternative, okay. But, uh, you know, I'd probably be looking in that direction. Texans at Jaguars. Third, and they're a yard away. Mayfield takes the snap, gives it. Hyde runs right. He's going in. Touchdown! And for the first time tonight, the Browns lead. So, Carlos Hyde, he no longer of the Browns, as that highlight ESPN 850 in Cleveland. Carlos Hyde traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars. On Friday, and what does this mean for TJ Yeldon and Leonard Fournette owners? So, Leonard Fournette, the latest news on him coming down just this morning, actually, per Adam Schefter. Leonard Fournette expected to miss the Jaguars' next two games before the bye, but the team does not have any intentions of placing him on IR. Now, I've been reading the tea leaves of late and had kind of projected Fournette to in all likelihood, be out past the bye, so this doesn't come as a shocker. You would imagine, if you're in the Jaguar situation, you want to make sure that your featured back is as healthy as possible, considering he re-injured it. And so, Leonard Fournette, 
in all likelihood gone for the next three weeks. That's not a shocker. But what does this mean for TJ Yeldon? Well, for today's purposes, I would... I No adjustment for TJ Yeldon. TJ Yeldon is a solid start for the Jaguars today against the Houston Texans at home. I imagine he will see the majority of the work. In fact, with the trade happening on Friday, I could... Look, I'm not going to be stunned if Carlos Hyde is active, but it would not... In anyway surprise me if he's inactive as well i'm not expecting much from carlos hyde today now going forward completely different story but you have to imagine not getting not making the trade happen until friday just makes it very unlikely that carlos hyde can be any type of key contributor for the jaguars this week so tj yeldon you probably have a decent starter for one more week but after that going forward you're obviously going to have to be a little bit more skeptical about locking him into your lineup Rams at 49ers. Goff takes a quick snap, turns left shoulder, play fakes, rolls to his right, in the right flat, Cooper Cup steps through a Seahawk, gets the pylon and gets the touchdown. Cooper Cup, touchdown LA, and the Rams are back on the high side. ESPN LA 710 with the highlight there. Cooper Cup will be gone for a few weeks here. So what does that mean for the Rams offense? Well, look, they're a juggernaut. You feel good about starting any Rams players at this point. Now, do you get sneaky and actually inserts Josh Reynolds into your lineup. I think that's probably the key fantasy note here. And I would say in deeper leagues, this is an option. I think the Rams run out of the three wide receiver set more than any team in the NFL. That's essentially their base offense. They, I don't imagine they will change too dramatically from that. So would Josh Reynolds be a smart play? Well, I think if you're in deeper leagues, especially in the PPR format, Josh Reynolds is somebody who is an option if you're desperate. He's certainly worth a pickup in case he does explode and have a big day today. You might have yourself something for a couple of weeks while Cooper Cup is out. So Josh Reynolds is the name to keep an eye on, possibly worth an add in deeper leagues. Not running to lock him into my lineup by any means, but just probably the name you should be aware of if you're a fantasy owner and maybe, maybe you need a Cooper Cup replacement. Josh Reynolds could be worth a shot for you. Vikings at Jets. He goes to Dalvin. He goes to the end zone. Touchdown, Vikings! Paul Allen on the call on KFan. Delvin Cook also inactive, and he was a headache. I was on the show last Sunday again. Fantasy Football Frenzy with you every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on ESPN 1000. I was on the show last Sunday talking about how I was concerned about starting Delvin Cook because. He was looking at a limited snap count based on the reports we were hearing at the time. And sure enough, he was actually inactive. So that headache, you can take it away. You don't have to bat around should you start Delvin Cook because he is inactive again today. And that means Latavius Murray is the starter and featured back for the Vikings today against the Jets. Pretty solid option. And in this, and with the dearth of running backs around the league, I think you probably have to put Latavius Murray in your lineup if it's a two-running-back flex league. There's, it, It's going to be hard to avoid starting Latavius Murray unless you're just flush with running backs. Cowboys at Redskins. Alex Smith from the shotgun from the Arizona 13. Alex to pass. Looking, looking. Fires Chris Thompson. Left side five to the pylon. Touchdown! Touchdown, Redskins. Chris Thompson from 13 yards out. Chris Thompson inactive as well. That's uh I don't think that's good news really for any 
any other Redskins players. Thompson's a pretty solid player. Doesn't really eat into Adrian Peterson's role. Adrian Peterson obviously sees the majority of the carries, but Chris Thompson catches the passes. So I think it's a, just a blow if you're a Chris Thompson owner because he's a solid option, so, solid RB2. Uh, exactly the reason why, if you have Latavius Murray, someone like Chris Thompson, who's been a productive player for you, Chris Thompson is inactive today for the Redskins. So you're going to have to find someone else to, to slot into his slot. Adrian Peterson, I don't really bump him up any he's already a top 12 top 14 running back at this point in fantasy football at this point in the year so chris thompson owners inactive today not much i can say about that other than just get him out of your lineup there's no real pickup in his place they're playing the cowboys today the redskins are and at fedex field in landover i would say Cole Beasley had a monster day last week. I just want to mention, if you're, I would say, relax on Cole Beasley. It was a nice little game. It was a matchup, obviously, that the Cowboys wanted to exploit. I'm not, I personally am not putting Cole Beasley, I don't feel the need to put him into my lineup because of the big monster day. That's kind of what Cole Beasley will do. He'll go off once or twice a year, have a big, you know, double-digit, 100-yard day, maybe a couple touchdowns here and there. And then he'll kind of go away for another five, six weeks until the matchup is right, have one more big game, and then that's it. That's essentially what he's been his entire career. So don't feel the need to put Cole Beasley into your lineup just off of the strength of last week's performance. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000, 312-332-3776. I will get to your calls in a moment here. But again, reiterating the big news of the day. It is pertinent to you if you're a Melvin Gordon owner. He is inactive. And again, the Chargers are taking on the Titans in London. So that's an 8.30 kick. Kickoff, 14 minutes away. But in all likelihood, your lineup is locking in either four or nine minutes. So that is your last warning from me. Get Melvin Gordon out of your lineup. And Austin Eckler all of a sudden becomes a pretty enticing option if you have him on your roster. All right, so uh, I ran through all the big injuries of the day here. Now I move on to your calls. That's the name of the game here on Fantasy Football Frenzy. Again, Jeff Meller on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. Let's head on out to Mount Prospect and Mike. Mike, what do you got for me this morning, my man? How how are you? How are you, Jeff? Very good, Mike. Well, you answered my my question where I have Chris Thompson. I was thinking about benching anyways because I'm hearing reports, but Mm -hmm. but he's officially out. Yes. And and I got Kerryon Johnson to replace him. That's probably my best uh, option. I got pretty weak other two choices, Ito Smith or Ito Smith. Ito Smith. uh, Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I got to go with Kerryon Johnson, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Mike, I think that's pretty easy at that point. In a PPR format, obviously, Chris Thompson. PPR. If Chris Thompson would have obviously been the play, but with him inactive, yeah. Carry on Johnson. Yeah. I like I like it. Like I-, I said it a couple weeks ago. I like Carry Carry on Johnson going forward. I think the Lions eventually look. Legarrette Blunt lurks. He might he may continue to see the goal line work, which will limit Carry on Johnson ultimately his production in fantasy. But I like where the I- look. I like what we've seen from him, and ultimately talent is- talent wins out generally. So I do believe eventually Carry on Johnson as the year progresses will be a much better play in fantasy. But when it comes down to him versus Ito Smith, something I want to talk about right now, Mike, thanks for the call. Ito Smith will see an uptick in work because Devontae Freeman was placed on injured reserve this week for the Falcons. And Ito Smith, we saw last week, 
finally garnered double-digit touches for the Falcons. He is a bit, like, the way the Falcons play the backfield, it's not just a straight, okay, we have a goal line back. It's never been this way with Freeman, even when it was Freeman and Coleman. Coleman, when he had his series, would occasionally be in near the goal line. So Tevin Coleman and Ido Smith, I would imagine in most, I would imagine probably the way this plays out is that they'll continue to rotate backs depending on the series. And whoever happens to be in, if they're near the goal line, he will continue to be the goal line back. They're similar builds. Neither guy's a huge back that needs to be in near the goal line. So I would imagine essentially what we're going to see is Coleman almost step into Devontae Freeman's role where he sees maybe 60% of the snaps and maybe we see 35-40% from Edo Smith going forward. All this really does for me at this point is maybe put Devin Coleman more clearly in that RB2 discussion and Edo Smith as a flex is a much more viable option going forward. All right, uh, let's try Jackson in Oak Park. Hello, Jackson. Hey, Jeff. How you doing, man? Ah, not too bad this morning. Well, I'm doing bad because Melvin Gordon's out. Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. I got three receivers that I need for a flex. Okay. Uh, I got T.Y. Hilton, Alshon, and I got uh, Taylor Gabriel has been just lighting it up. And I also got Andy Dalton or Cam Newton. All right. So, yeah, no, that's an interesting dilemma. I. I personally, Jackson, I'm especially with the Melvin Gordon news hampering your lineup a little bit. I'm going to play Jeffrey and Hilton over Taylor Gabriel. I just feel more confident. You're going to the, the the production even with the Bills D, even with the Bills D and that guy Shadow and Hilton. Sure, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Look, Ladarius uh, uh, White is a very solid cornerback. I understand that, but the volume there with Andrew Luck, even if he's shadowing him, like. Luck, luck is there's a possibility here. You're looking at 45, 50 throws from him, and with Ty Hilton back in the lineup, I, I just feel safer with him over Taylor Gabriel. I'm always, I, I know that the, the Patriots defense has not been in any ways, you know, scary, but I'm Bill Belichick is going to be aware of what Taylor Gabriel does. He just saw it last week in a similar offensive plan with the Chiefs. I don't think that bodes well for the Bears personally. I personally would start I, Jeff. I got to play Cohen too. So Tariq, well, Tariq Cohen is a little different for me than Taylor Gabriel. I feel like he's a little bit more of a priority in the Bears' offense. So Cohen's okay. And and look, all the more reason I, I wouldn't personally want to have two Bears in my lineup if I can avoid it. And with Jeffrey and Hilton, I think you have two pretty good options, Jackson. So I'm playing them over Gabriel personally. Okay. What about Andy Dalton and Cam Newton? For me. I'm going to roll with Cam Newton. I just think the the running stats that he gives you are such a consistency. I've talked about it day in and day out on Waddle and Sylvie. Andy Dalton is he can he can give you a good game, but he can also sneak up on you and just give you a terrible game. And for fantasy purposes, I don't like that. I want to be I want to be playing a guy who I feel pretty good can consistently give me a good game, especially at the quarterback position. Like you want, you want to swing for the fences at your flex spot or maybe a third wide receiver. I'm open to that a little bit more than with the quarterback position. Quarterback position, the way the passing games are this day, give me somebody who's going to guarantee me a certain floor. And with Cam Newton, I feel like that's there. I feel much safer with Cam Newton and his running numbers. All right, let's try Nick in Dyer, Indiana. He's got a quarterback dilemma. Hey Nick. Yeah. Hi. Hi. 
was wondering who you like better, Andrew Luck or James Winston? This week, I actually prefer Andrew Luck. Now, James Winston obviously had a very, very nice week last week against the Falcons. He's got Cleveland this week, but you know what? The volume for me, the way the Colts are going to move and score the ball, especially with Derek Anderson as the opposition, I have a hard time believing the Bills are going to have any extended drives, at least too many. I think the Colts will have the ball quite a bit today. Uh, I'm going to go with Andrew Luck's floor. Feel pretty good about that in that situation. Let's try, is it Markin or Marcin in Des Plaines? Marcin. Marcin, what's up, man? Hi, how are you? Very good. How you doing? Uh, I've had better days. I also have Gordon on the bench. Oh, it's you week. know it's the it's the uh, the the Melvin Gordon consolation group this morning. We're consoling right. everybody. Uh, I have uh, Coleman. I have um, Sony Mitchell, and I also have Mac. Mac hasn't really done much yet. Yeah, Marlon so Mack. Probably one of yeah, yeah. Probably one of the first two guys. Sure, sure. Yeah, I would steer clear of Marlon Mack right now. He's worth having on the roster. That's good going forward because he finally showed a little something last week, even though it was kind of in garbage time. So it's good to have him on your roster going forward. I personally am going to play Sony Michelle over Tevin Coleman. Look, over the last he's questionable. So he, I, no, no, good point. Look, a lot of guys on the Patriots. Injury report are questionable. The key is he made the trip, unlike Gronk. So I feel pretty good that Sony Michelle will probably play. But look, you make out you make a, a adequate point. Check the inactives as we get closer to game times. Uh, don't worry, uh, Steve Mongo, McMichael, Freddie Hubner coming up after me. When the inactives roll in around ten thirty, they'll have them for you. They'll let you know if somebody like Sony Michelle is not playing. I guarantee you that. But I expect Sony Michelle to play, and unless he doesn't, I would start him over Tevin Coleman today. All right, thank you. All right, good luck, my man. That leaves the line open for you at 312-332-3776. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. I have a top five wide receiver in fantasy football who is doing something that if you're his owner in fantasy is going to drive you crazy. I'll tell you what it is next right here on ESPN 1000. This is your fantasy football bye week reminder. Bye weeks. Todd Koeniger's in you know bye weeks. And now he's dead. teams are not playing this week. The Green Bay Packers, the Oakland Raiders, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you. If you've left any players from those teams in your lineup for the previous week, get them out of your starting lineup now. The following has been a public service announcement from Fantasy Football Frenzy, exclusively on ESPN 1000. Welcome back on in to Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller, 312-332-3776. As we are just about moments away from kickoff in London as the Chargers and the Titans square off. And again, if you're just joining us, unfortunately, Melvin Gordon inactive today. And I know it's the early start. Your lineup has probably locked. But in case it has not... uh, well, I, I can't imagine any any site that you're playing on that it has not locked. So, unfortunately, bear of bad news, Melvin Gordon inactive today. So, But we will move on from that because there's nothing you can do at this point. So, uh, the latest I want to do mention briefly, there is some news from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network mentioning that 
Surprisingly, there is a chance that Carlos Hyde does play today. So he said there's a small package of plays that uh, he has been essentially taking a crash course from the Jaguars on. And there's a small package of plays that if he feels comfortable enough, they will go ahead and make him active today. But do not fear TJ Yeldon owners. I would still have him in your lineup today. I expect he will see the majority of the touches. And even Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde being active doesn't make me want to start him this week. I want to I want to see it. There's a chance he sure breaks a long run and scores a touchdown, but there's a very limited upside from Carlos Hyde in his first game with the Jaguars after being acquired on Friday. So there you go. Oh, I mentioned earlier. All right. A top five wide receiver in fantasy football who continues to cramp up and refuses to do anything about it. Odell Beckham Jr. on Friday discussed why he has all these issues cramping. Uh, I've always cramped. Uh, I've always cramped. It's just I'm, I feel like I'm working harder than I ever have. So I really don't like water. Um, I'm trying. I really just don't like it. You know, when you get that stomach feeling, it's all slushy. Like, I'm, I'm trying to stay hydrated. But, um, you know, sometimes I just I just got to get an IV. It's just necessary. You know, you're cramping, you're cramping in both calves. It's hard to run and make cuts and, and if you're cramping and dehydrated you're susceptible to some something else so uh, i'm trying to stay on top of it um the best that i can odell beckham jr doesn't like water that is a first one for me i look there may be people out there who are not fans of water i can understand it i can understand it not being your first beverage of choice but uh the fact that he continues to cramp up and will not drink water that's uh that's maddening I'm sure for the Giants who are paying him $65 million guaranteed and for all the fantasy football players out there who have Odell Beckham on their roster. That, uh, that just drives you crazy, but look, what can you do? Moron! That's Mongo. Mongo drinks water every morning. He rehydrates after the uh, Saturday nights. Mongo and Fred Hubner up next on Chicago's Game Day, but I'm Jeff Meller here with you. Let's answer your football questions, folks. Uh, Dave and Elgin has uh, a plethora of good options in the running in the backfield. What's up, Dave? Hey, I, uh, I've got four pretty good running backs. I just need to know which one to leave on my bench. Mm-hmm. I've got Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, James White, and Adrian Peterson. All right. So is it PPR format, Dave? No, it's a standard format. Okay. So, look, Barkley and Mixon, I, I, I won't even entertain the conversation of benching them. They're, they're to me, both their top eight running backs. Yeah, I, I'd even have an argument. Like, I could look at it, and I might even put them both in my top five at this point. I just feel that good about both their talents. So, Barkley and Mixon must start every week. Don't even bother discussing them. James White versus Adrian, a, James White versus Adrian Peterson. You know what? I like Peterson this week. James White, without the PPR, without the point per reception, not quite as valuable to me, so I like Adrian Peterson over White. All right, perfect. All thanks. right, good luck to you, Dave. Let's try Alyssa. She's down at Soldier Field. I assume you're attending the game, Alyssa. I am. Go uh, Bears! All right, I will. Uh, I will be there at noon with the family, so uh, maybe we can awesome. meet up. It's a little chilly. All right, thanks for the tip. <laughs> we will dress warm. Who you got? All right. Hey, I got a flex spot open. It's a PPR league, and I've got Golden Tate and Latavius Murray. That is a that is a tough one because Golden Tate very valuable in the PPR format. 
I would say, though, without Delvin Cook, what we saw from Latavius Murray, I personally would start Latavius Murray. I think you got a better chance at a touchdown or two from him as opposed to Golden Tate down in Miami. That's a pretty good secondary we saw from the Dolphins last week. So I would start Latavius Murray over Golden Tate, Alyssa. Awesome. That sounds great. Thank All you. All right. Go Bears. Alyssa down at Soldier Field listening. Love how people start their tailgates listening to Fantasy Football Frenzy. That's what you should be doing every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Let's try Joe in Munster, Indiana. Hello, Joe. Hello. What do you got? So, I got a quarterback question. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees or Jameis Winston? Mm -hmm. And then I got a flex play with Calvin Ridley and Greg Olson. All right. So, I'm going to go ahead and say, is it uh, PPR, Joe, or standard scoring? It's PPR. Okay, in PPR, I definitely going to play Greg Olson over Ridley right now. Now, Ridley cleared. Looks like he'll play on Monday, which is good news. But I still want to I'd take a little slow with him. In the PPR format, that adds value to Greg Olson. So play him. Breeze versus Winston. I understand the question about, uh, you know, it's a tough matchup for Drew Breeze at Baltimore. And it really, for me, kind of depends on which quarterbacks we're talking about. In one leg, I have Carson Wentz, so I'm starting Carson Wentz over Drew Brees. But I would not start Jameis Winston over Drew Brees. I, I, I just, look, I know it's the Browns, but I can't bench Drew Brees for Jameis Winston personally. The, the matchup would have, like, this is about as extreme as it gets because Baltimore's got the top pass defense in the NFL. But I, I still can't bench Drew Brees, and I'm going to go down with him if I if I have to. All right. All okay. right. Good luck Thank to you, Joe. Let's try Tom in Bridgeport with a wide receiver. What do you got, Tom? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, I need two of these three. Uh, Joey Gowdy, John Brown, or T.Y. Houghton. Uh, standard. Sure. So uh, let's go Kenny Galladay and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, look, I, this is one of those situations where I like John Brown, but Flacco, you know, and look, John Brown's been very good this year, but both T.Y. Hilton and Kenny Galladay to me, their talent is 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 it's just great. I, Galladay, I might be a little bit biased on him. He is going to be a beast very soon. I think next as early as next year, you may be talking about Ken, Kenny Galladay being a top ten fantasy player and wide uh, fantasy wide receiver. So I may be a little early on him, but right now I have him in every lineup that I every every roster that I have him. He's starting for me. Let's try Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin with a tight end dilemma. Hey, Dave. Hey, morning, Jeff. Hey, uh, during the week, I picked up O.J. Howard. He was on our waivers. And uh, would you go with Howard or Rudolph this week in a PPR? And then one one other quick thing. What do you think Carlos Hyde's uh, uh, worth is going forward with Fournette out? I have him in every one of my leagues. And, mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think I could get for him if I were to offer him to Fournette owner or somebody else? Sure. Okay. So let's uh, knock out the question first, Dave. And in you know in the PPR format, I'm I would play Kyle Rudolph. I like I like OJ Howard a lot. He's a dynamic playmaker, but I do think the the targets for him are a bit limited. It's not just that there's so many great options. There's not there's so many great receiving options for Jameis to throw to spreading it around but it's also the fact that Cameron Brait is in the mix as well so you know he's not even running like you know enough pass routes week in and week out like I feel like OJ Howard is a good bet if you're in a 12 team league and you kind of just ignored the tight end position but Kyle Rudolph to me is a pretty solid alternative to go to he's he's a guy who 
is worked into the offense, and you know they look to him near the goal line. So Kyle Rudolph for me. Then Carlos Hyde, it is... It, look, it, there's no doubt about it. His value took a huge hit, in my opinion. Sure, he goes to the better team, but the way the Browns were using him, he was an RB2 on pretty much any fantasy football league, football team out there. So I, I can't see it really increasing in any way because TJ Yeldon is there. TJ Yeldon is not just going to go, in all likelihood, not just going to go away. He's a solid, like, they're going to, in all likelihood, split carries when Carlos Hyde is up to speed. And when Leonard, if when Leonard Fournette does come back, then Carlos Hyde will just be relocated to you know the backup running back who will give Fournette a breather if he actually finally does you know get back from that hamstring issue. So yeah, I would certainly look to move Carlos Hyde to the Fournette owner if they're willing to bite. Like now, what would you be able to get back? It really depends on what's on their roster. But I would be looking, you know, if Matt Breida, Tariq Cohen. Uh, Philip Lindsay, if you're just looking for a running back to come back at you, one of those players I would certainly take over Carlos Hyde at this point because I don't think the upside is great for him with both Yeldon and Fournette in the mix. Sound Thanks, good? Jeff. All right, Dave. Good luck, yep. my man. Let's try Tony and Schaumburg. Hey, Tony. Hey, how's it going? Good. I I have a flex dilemma. I have Adrian Peterson or Tyreek Cohen. Uh, PPR or standard? Standardly. Okay. In the standard format, I'm going to start Peterson. If it was PPR, I would have gone Cohen because I think the difference, Peterson not really involved in the passing game, and Cohen obviously sees you know a good amount of his touches come from the reception, the way Nagy likes to run his offense. But with it, with it being standard scoring, Peterson being their goal line threat, I would start Peterson over Cohen. Yeah, that's what I was leaning towards. All right, we're simpatico, Tony. Let's try Scott in Mount Prospect with a quarterback question. Hey, Scott. Hey, Jeff. I got a question with four points for passing touchdown. Okay. Uh, Winston or Luck? Both have tough matchups. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, yeah, Cleveland and Buffalo. Cleveland for Jameis Winston, Buffalo for Luck. But, you know, with, uh, with Luck being at home in the dome i feel pretty good about luck right now especially with ty hilton back on the uh in the active lineup for them all right perfect all right let's try steve in northbrook with a ppr question hey steve you're on fantasy football frenzy how you doing have a bit of the gordon blues as well so ppr league i need two of four on running backs between peyton barber marla mack Kenyon drake and ito smith and if you have a few moments, also I have to pick between Trubisky and Stafford on quarterback. All right. So two of the four for your running backs. I'm going to put Peyton Barber in because it just seems like even though Ronald Jones lurks, it seems like Peyton Barber for now is the Bucks lead back. And that's more than I can say about your other three options. <sighs> Man, Kenyon Drake, what a disappointment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I would go ahead and start Edo Smith, take a crack at the fact that without Freeman now and with the increased workload he saw last week, you, I think you're probably going to see the most touches from Edo Smith if I have to bet from the other three. So he would be my play. Volume's always king, Steve. All right. And then, I'm sorry, do you have one more question? And then, yeah, and uh, Trubisky versus Stafford, a quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to start Stafford over, coming off the bye. Uh, over Trubisky squaring off against Bill Belichick. It just always makes me nervous 
to uh, start a young quarterback against Belichick. I know, I know Pat Mahomes was able to put up some yards, but I think he's a bit of a different animal these days than Mitchell Trubisky. So, all right, that uh, Steve drops off, which leaves a line open for you again: three one two three three two three seven seven six. When we come back, Elvin Kamara, should you trade him away? Should you trade for him? Let's discuss next on ESPN One Thousand. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Kamara on the pitch. Kamara in the end zone for a touchdown. All right, Alvin Kamara, owners of Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. What do you do if you own Alvin Kamara? He's been great, but with the return of Mark Ingram, I'll be honest I would certainly be open to trading Kamara right now if the right deal emerged. What is that? Well, it's obviously different for every team, but I would say, you know what? If the Melvin Gordon owner is a little skittish after his after him being inactive today and you come back and he's got the bye week upcoming and you know Alvin Kamara maybe he has a pretty solid day today which I expect because I do think him and Mark Ingram will it's be more of a split role I would be open to dealing Alvin Kamara because I do think his numbers will be decreased with I mean this is obvious with Mark Ingram back in the fold and seeing more of the goal line touches so the Alvin Kamara ride is a bit oh is might be slightly might be over just a bit from what you saw the first four weeks and if there's a decent offer on the table someone who wants to buy in on you maybe selling low don't sell too low but if there's somebody who's open to dealing i would consider it we're coming up in the two minute warning this is the two minute warning and that'll take us to the two minute warning all right, here we go. Rapid fire. Again, if you uh, have any questions, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. And I will try and help you that way as well. But uh, Tim in Palatine wants to know Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan? You know, I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. And against that Giants defense on Monday Night Football, I feel pretty good about that one. Jimmy in Tinley Park says... PPR, Kenny Galladay or Matt Breida, Kenny Galladay all the way. David and Cicero, Scott two, needs to. Jordan Howard, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb or Carrion Johnson. Let's go with, well, Henry already played, so hopefully he's not in your lineup or he's locked into your lineup. Let's go with uh, Nick Chubb based on the Carlos Hyde trade. And I'm going to go ahead and say Carrion Johnson because, yeah. Jordan Howard's role right now in the Bears offense, it's an enigma. Mike in Las Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas, Mike. He needs one. He's never heard that before, I'm sure. In the PPR format, Mark Ingram, Tariq Cohen, or James White. Mike, let's go with Mark Ingram. I uh, I, 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 like, I understand the Ravens are tough D, but uh, I, like his op- I like his opportunity near the goal line. Brian in Lowell, Indiana has Carrion Johnson or Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle. Ben in Crown Point, Indiana, says Mark Ingram or Tariq Cohen. Uh, again, I gave Ingram over Cohen and White. I'm going to give Ingram over Cohen. Bob in Mount Greenwood says Brady or Goff. 
Let's go ahead and play Tom Brady, Bob. I know it's against the beloved, but still. Royal on the south side needs two. Nelson Aguilar, James Hollister, or Kelvin Ridley. Let's go Aguilar and Ridley. And finally, getting ready for the game. Mike down at Soldier Field, tailgating no doubt. Says Latavius Murray or Tariq Cohen, but it's a PPR. Mike Bears. Let's go Tariq Cohen with the PPR format. I like his opportunities. All right, that's going to do it for me, folks. Jeff Meller on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller, but don't go anywhere. Bears Patriots preview. Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo McMichael, Chicago's NFL Game Day, coming up next right here on ESPN 1000. Touchdown.